0: Greetings, I am Dr. Sonya Whitaker, host of the podcast show entitled, What's Really Going On? A spotlight on solutions to improving student achievement in America's schools. And I'm thrilled to share with you that you may access this particular podcast show as well as others via Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple iTunes, Google Play, as well as via my website at SonyaWhitaker.com. And my guest for today is Mr. Robert Jackson. Mr. Robert Jackson began his teaching career over 20 years ago in Indianapolis Public Schools with a no more excuses teaching approach with all of his students. As an educator, he didn't allow his students to feel sorry for themselves or let circumstances define their futures. He set very high expectations for his students and expected all of them to do well. He has become one of the most sought-after speakers in the country, delivering keynote addresses and workshops to educators, administrators, parents, and students. He has delivered several hundred presentations across the entire country with an emphasis on teaching cultural diversity, restorative practices, social-emotional learning, and working with students who have experienced trauma, as well as helping educators develop the skills and strategies needed to better educate black and Latino males. Mr. Jackson has written and published five books and has written articles for ASCD, Ed Leadership Magazine, and he is currently writing a book for ASCD focused on cultural diversity with black and Latino males. In addition to that, He attended Western Kentucky University where he received his BS degree in industrial technology while lettering four years in both football and track. After being cut from the NFL Minnesota Vikings, he began his teaching career. Since then, he has continued his work again across the entire country. Mr. Jackson is a life member of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated and the NFL Players Association. He has received numerous awards for his work, including Noble Justice by Action Youth Award, the key to the city of Miami, Florida from Congresswoman Frederica Wilson. In addition, he has spoken at Harvard University, Nova Scotia, Canada, and Hawaii, just to name a few, again, of the many places that he has spoken. He is married to Essence best-selling author Tawana T.J. Butler Jackson, and they have three beautiful children. His motto is, for every problem, there is a solution. Thank you so much for being with us. Mr. Jackson, Can you, I think you could probably do an even better job than I of talking a little bit about yourself to the listening audience, as well as what you consider to be your equity journey.
1: Well, I thought you did a fabulous job, uh, doc, so I appreciate the introduction. Um, I think you covered pretty much everything. I mean, I started off in poverty, like most kids, and, um, especially most kids of color. I was raised by a single mother. Um, I was only born, with four sisters, and, uh, we struggled growing up, but I knew I always wanted something great, so I thought I was going to play in the NFL for 10 years. 10 years turned into 10 minutes. So, uh, <laughs> I got cut by the Raiders, and then I turned around and, Got hurt and got cut by the Vikings. I found myself limping into a classroom in the mid-90s um, in Indianapolis Public Schools, and I've been in education ever since.
0: Wow. Can you talk with us about this term, equity, as I've, I've shared with the listening audience as well as many of the other others that I've interviewed? I'm really spending a lot of time making sure that across the country we develop some similar understandings about the use of the term equity. Can you please share with the listening audience what the term equity means to you?
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, equity to me means building cultural awareness with all students. It means not leaving any students behind. It means uh, getting to know all your students. It means uh, developing some kind of plan, not only to get to know your students, but get to know their needs and wants. The number one thing that educators need to realize is that your number one job is securing that kid's attention. But if you're coming in with your own biases and your own stereotypes, it's kind of hard to get to know who kids are because just because a kid comes from a certain background or is a certain race, don't mean they're a certain way. All of our kids are different. All of them are unique. And equity and diversity means finding out who those kids are and really honing in and really covering their needs and their uh, who they really are and then respecting who they are and then bringing the best out of those kids.
0: So you've had a lot of experience, experience as a teacher, experience on the road, I'll call it, being in a number of different school districts. And I think that's important to say, too, because probably the most that I've ever learned is by being in multiple school districts. So where I'm going with this and tying it to this term equity, could you please share with us what you would identify to be the root causes of the inequities that exist in schools or that students experience?
1: Well, I think the root cause, I mean, it it goes way back, and without, you know, uh, saying a whole lot, I think that there's some deep-rooted issues in this country, and especially when it comes to race. Mm -hmm. And it's on every level, whether it's education or in the corporate world or in the streets. And I believe that there's a lack of understanding of each other. And because of the lack of understanding of each other, uh, we tend to judge. We tend to stereotype. We tend to make assumptions that aren't true. And because of these assumptions you know kids are being suspended kids are being expelled kids are are going to prison you know and you know I'm really fighting hard to change the stereotypes that our educators and the misconceptions of our educators when it comes to our students i think that's where it starts uh, no matter what you learn from your parents you know what's right and what's wrong and there's many things that you learn from parents and others that were wrong and we need to make sure that we step in as educators and hold each other accountable
0: so I actually want to highlight something that you said as, as I move toward my next question, which is to have you, one, you've already identified what you think the root pro- root causes of the problem are. But what I'm going to have you do is talk a little bit about how to resolve those root causes. And, and for the purpose of our listening audience, one of the things you said that really stood out the most to me just now is this idea that we don't know enough about each other, even as adults, much less about our students. So seeing as you've identified us not knowing enough about one another and our students as being one of the root causes of the problem, what do you recommend be done about it in our public schools to address that?
1: Well, I think that um, we need to recognize it for one, we need to address the elephant in the room and stop acting like it don't exist Mm -hmm. because racism exists, cultural barriers exist. Um, all these things are taking place on a daily basis, and nobody wants to even say the, the word racism or cultural barriers exists. Um, I think that every um, school district should have some kind of cultural diversity training mm-hmm. amongst each other first before you get to the kids. You got staff that don't even respect each other and, and don't respect the cultural differences amongst their staff, so how are they going to respect students? So I believe that every school district needs this kind of training, but educators have to be open to this kind of training. You can have all the trainers you want, but if educators are not open to it, then that's a whole other problem in itself. So we need to make sure that we're hiring the right staff. Well,
0: and I appreciate you saying that because very often, the point that you raise is is very, very important. Very often when we think about addressing the needs of students, You're right. We do focus training if we have the courage to do the training at all. We focus the training on teaching staff how to interact with students that may or may not look like them. Teaching staff how to interact with students that have different cultural background experiences than they do, which is sometimes the case even when you are from the same ethnicity as a particular student. But what you're saying is there's a layer before that which actually would consist of making sure that the adults in the environment have training on how to work and how to learn about one another and then trickle it down. I think that's a powerful point that you made.
1: You know, professional development meetings, they're all the same. You go in there, you sit around, you look at your watch, wondering what (laughs) time you're leaving, who's going to be the speaker, how long do we have to be here. Instead of taking that opportunity to have some training and get to know each other because, your students may forget what you taught them, but they always remember how you made them feel. And I think it's important that, that we build this cultural awareness amongst each other. You can't lead where you won't go, and you can't lead what you don't know. So that's why we have to make sure that we are sharing our cultural differences with each other mm-hmm. so we understand each other first and then get to the kid. I mean, diversity is acceptance and respect for one another. You know, we're all unique. But we're different by race, by ethnicity, by gender, by sexual orientation, socioeconomic status, age, physical abilities, religion. All that needs to be re- If you're in education, you got to respect everybody's differences.
0: Absolutely. And I've had the great honor, along these same lines, of hearing you speak, of hearing you provide training relevant to this topic, not only, again, sitting in the audience where you're speaking, but actually speaking at similar conferences as you. And so sure. uh, for those of you who have not heard robert jackson in person and or via youtube i think youtube does a great job of honoring the work that you've done as well nothing's better than in person but in preparation for that um they could go and and see your work on see you do what you do on youtube where am i going with this where i'm going with this is specifically related to what are you most proud of as it relates to the training that you've been able to provide all over the nation on this topic that we're speaking about today
1: well you know there's so many different um, messages that you get, but when you get those messages from educators Mm and I had this one particular educator came up to me crying after I spoke and I said I wasn't trying to make you cry Mm -hmm. and she (laughs) she said well I just got I just faced myself She was and, honest
0: about you know, that, it sounds.
1: She, she was very honest about it. Mm-hmm. And those moments like that where people face their truths are my most uh, proud moments okay. that, you know, your work is not in vain and people are getting it and you're getting through to people. And I get so many messages from educators from around the country and around the world that I speak to. And, you know, you know, when you're doing this work and you're tired and you're, you, sometimes you don't want to do it and you go into these audiences and people looking at you like they want you to leave and you know when you get those messages it makes it worth uh doing this job
0: absolutely so in addition to teaching and in addition to training you've also began to articulate your thoughts in the form of writing with that being yeah. said i'm happy to share with the listening audience that you're getting ready to release a book in august can you talk with us about the title of the book And what we can expect to take away from taking the time to read what you've articulated.
1: Well, I'm excited. Like you said, I'm excited about this new book um, called Becoming the Educator. They need uh, mindsets, strategies, and beliefs for supporting black and Latino male students. And this whole book is just about teaching educators how to confront their biases, especially their biases when it comes to our black and Latino males who are suspended and expelled more than any other student population in the world. And this book is just addressing, um, you know, reflecting on beliefs and the everyday assumptions and what they see and the changing in the mindset. It's like, you know, when I first started teaching, I was still because I had brains in my head mm-hmm. and I was called a thug and I was called um, uneducated and I was just as qualified as anybody else to be there. I just wore baggy jeans, and I wore my hair and braids. I was fresh off the football field. And, you know, the forward. of my new book is by Pedro Nogueira, somebody I really respect, have a lot of respect for. He's a mentor to me, and he's taught me a lot about diversity and about how to present and all that kind of stuff. So Pedro did the forward for the book, so I'm proud of of that. But, you know, it talks about what happens when Black and Latino male students don't exemplify what deemed to be a good student and it talks about
0: solutions very good can you share you have a wealth of information a wealth of experience and knowledge the purpose of having you on this show is because I want to help you expand your outreach and it doesn't sound like you need a lot of help doing that but um, <laughs> as we as we ac- right according to your schedule however but the positive thing is that like you said we could always use it and the goal here is to provide you the additional exposure needed to help make a difference in this world. We're all on this journey together. Would you please share with the listening audience information regarding the best way to get in contact with you so that they may utilize your services in their efforts to better ensure that students have equitable learning experiences and opportunities? Okay. Well, I'm on social media, um, but you can reach
1: me by email at robert at robertjacksonmotivate.com. That's motivates with the S. I'm on Facebook at Robert Jackson Motivates fan page. Instagram, Rob J. Motivates. On Twitter, at RJ Motivates. Those are the best ways to contact me. And depending on the person, some people contact me on email. Some use Facebook. Some use Instagram. Some use Twitter. Some hit me on LinkedIn. So those are the best way to contact me.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Mr. Jackson. And thank you, listening audience, for joining me here at What's Really Going On, a spotlight on solutions to improving student achievement in America's schools. And as has been shared, you may access this podcast via Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple iTunes, Google Play, as well as via my website at Sonyawittaker.com.